Welcome into this Five Clubs conversation. I'm Emma Carpenter and I am switching things up a little bit today. Typically out at TPC or Olympic Hills, I'm actually in my apartment in Minneapolis today. So a little different, changing it up, but we're feeling good. We're feeling comfortable and nice at home. So um, one of, this is a really exciting time of year right now because summer amateur golf is wrapping up and college golf, college seasons are starting right about now. And one of the biggest names in college golf and amateur golf is the University of North Carolina senior Austin Greaser. Now last summer, Austin Greaser finished runner up at the US Amateur and then was able to compound that with a collegiate win at the University of Illinois event at Olympia Fields, as well as being the first Tar Heel ever to win an NCAA regional that spring. So he was able to then go, go ahead into the summer and play in the Masters Championship, US Open, and then finish up his summer here with a win at the Western Amateur just a couple weeks ago. So a really phenomenal career that, that Austin has got going so far. He is going to be finishing up his summer before the college season in a couple weeks in Paris for the Team World Championships representing the USA. So really exciting stuff going on for Austin right now. And I am very excited to sit down and chat with him today. I know that you're going to enjoy the listen. And with that, I welcome in Austin Greaser. Austin, thank you so much for joining me today on Five Clubs. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. All right, so it's about 8.15 there right now, and you're already done with your practice session for the day, getting ready to go to class, yeah? Yeah, just got some in um, right after I woke up there before class, just a little bit of work, and then uh, I'm going to go get go knock out class and, and maybe head back over there after. We'll see. The life of a college golfer, listeners, I mean, it's – I was thinking he just woke up and no, he already got, he already got his first session in of the day before class. So <laughs> Austin, so you're a senior this year at UNC. Just, you just had a big win at the Western amateur a few weeks ago that we're definitely going to get into, but you know, before this insane year that you've had this past year, including major championships, couple collegiate wins just this past year, I mean, you were you were just a junior golfer from Vandalia, Ohio, right? So, I mean, the top-ranked player in Ohio, that is. But I, just can you tell me a little bit more what what brought you to the University of North Carolina? When I was a when I was a freshman, so I've, I've played since about five years old. Um, kind of at at some point, kind of late middle school, early high school, I wanted to take it to the next level, play collegiate golf. Um, so I think my freshman year. Um, my dad and I kind of did some kind of like Excel spreadsheet or whatever of some schools that we wanted to target. Um, and so we sent out probably 50 emails to, to, to B1, B1 schools and just said, hey, um, I want to play someday. Would love to look you know, more into your program. Would love you guys to get to know me. Um, kind of here's my resume. Here's what I will be playing in, um, that type of thing. If you would love to come watch or if I could come see your guys' facilities, um, please let us know. So one of the schools that at that time was North Carolina and the head coach was different from what it was now. And so this was not uncommon from that kind of block of schools. Um, the head coach then emailed back and said, Hey, um, we don't have any 2019 spots. I'm sorry. You know, it's just not going to work. And I was like, you know, that's fine. Um, that's, 
I got that from a few schools and some schools had already filled up their spots. So like no big deal. So um, I kind of, you know, kind of kept my head down, um, got to visit some schools, um, kind of kept playing, kept get playing a little bit better. But honestly, with, with all the respect to the schools that did offer me, just kind of ha- didn't have what I wanted yet. Um, you know, I wanted to play for a big time program that was going to be competing year in and year out for national championship. Um, so I don't think, you know, like you said, I, I was pretty good in Ohio. Um, and and there's, some, there's, there's some pretty good juniors out of Ohio and stuff, but I don't know. Um, I wasn't as highly ranked on a national scale. Um, so just like I said, just didn't really have the offers I felt like I really wanted. Um, and so just like I said, just kind of kept my head down, kept working hard, kept knowing that, you know, what I'm doing is working and, and that I'm going to be really good someday. And a couple of years later, had built a couple, built my resume a, a little bit more, had a couple wins at some tournaments, um, the Justin Thomas AJGA being one of them. So kind of had a little bit more to talk about and um, played in a couple invitationals um my going into my senior year of high school the summer before going into my senior high school and so I had a little bit more on my resume and I played one in Greensboro the Wyndham Invitational and the UNC coaches were there and um the head coach had changed at this point and kind of long story short after the event um well actually the last day of the event the UNC head coach contacted me said hey we're really interested we've watched you for the last few days um is, is there any way you could come see us and we're like well actually we're flying out of Raleigh is there any way you know, you could, we could stop by on the way, on the way to our flight. And so we did. And, and long story short, um, it worked out where we, I just fell in love with the place. Um, I, lo- I love the coaches. I loved the, the program. I love the better weather, the, the, the school, um, the campus, everything came back down about two weeks later on July 4th weekend, give or take. And um, they offered and I took it and, and here we are. So anyway, long story short. <laughs> Wow. That's an amazing story just because, I mean, the recruitment process for before the rules changed, I mean, for you and I, I'm a senior as well. You know, we could we could reach out to the coaches like as much as we wanted. We could just bombard them right until like they until we got a hold of them and they had the opportunity to maybe say that like they had already filled spots or that they were really interested and looking and stuff. So, I mean, the fact that they told you no and then came knocking on your door <laughs> <laughs> right yeah I mean I think I don't know what the rules are now but that was kind of a big thing that my dad and I sat down and talked about you know um, these coaches get hundreds of emails a day whether it's from recruits whether it's from you know university faculty whatever it is and um, I wasn't really scared to almost annoy them until they either said hey you know you can come see us or no we don't have a spot right and I didn't mean that in a bad way um, but I just believed in what I was going to be someday. And I wanted others to believe that to somebody to believe in me. And fortunately, um, the coaches here did, it was, like I said, it's kind of funny. The first, it was, it was three weeks in between the first time I talked to the head coach and when I was committed here. Um, so that was kind of cool. And, and ever since we've been really, really close and I haven't, haven't regretted it a bit. Absolutely. Now, now you are, I mean, of, of the face of Tar Heel golf to say the absolute least. And, and they are, they're definitely very lucky to have you as well. I mean, coming in as a freshman, you made an impact right away. You came in second in your very first college event. I mean, I can't, as a college golfer, I can't even begin to describe how impressive that is really. Um, something that I feel like I don't really touch on enough um, on the podcast is just kind of about like that initial shift um, from junior amateur golf to college golf because college golf is such like a unique 
um, such a unique niche, like in the 54 hole events, like in, in the competition, like, it's just, it's just so different than just like amateur golf, junior golf. And like something that I feel like I don't touch on enough is just like that initial like feeling of just like being a college golfer. That very first event, would you say that you like, did you like, did you feel any different? Like, do you feel like any extra nerves or just like a different um, incentive to play well? Like, how could you maybe describe that? Yeah, I think, you know, you definitely hit on it. it. It is a tough transition. And I feel like even that first event, I played really well, played okay in my second one. And I kind of didn't have the greatest freshman year after that. It kind of hit me a little bit more, but I will say um, it is a tough transition. I definitely had nerves I'd never felt before. I think that's probably anybody um, definitely felt some pressure I'd never felt before, but at the end of the day, and I've actually learned this more, maybe we'll get into the last year um, playing in these, new events I guess you could say are like different different levels than you've played before I guess um, at the end of the day I really try to remind myself that it's the same game right it's the it's the same ball you're still the objective is still the same um, so fortunately I felt like I was uh, I was able to harness that that nervousness in a positive way um, it's like man I, I get the opportunity to not only play you know high D level one golf but at the University of North Carolina I mean a very um, big time public school. Um, so, you know, I really enjoyed that and, and I enjoy, you know, repping, repping these colors and, and I don't, don't take that lightly. So, um, you know, I think that was, that was kind of how I rolled that first event and, and I've rolled ever since really, but um, just, just knowing that, Hey, this is the same game. Maybe I have a different logo on my shirt, but um, we're still swinging the same clubs, hitting the same ball. So, um, fortunately it was, it was able to add up to, I guess, uh, a decently low number there that week. But, um, like I said, I feel like I didn't try to approach it too much differently than, than the junior events right before it. Yeah. Well, and that works out with that approach. It works out extra well, because it's just like a little bit sweeter when, when it goes well, cause then you've got, you 100%. Know, yeah, yeah. Well then you're helping out your team and, um, like all is good. I swear in college, I always say this, I say this to college golfers, like, in college when like the golf is great going well like it's just like everything is fantastic <laughs> it is <laughs> it definitely is I feel that <laughs> yeah. so you had I mean you had still a very impressive first two years at UNC um but then it was really it was really last summer at the USM 2021 where I, I feel like things kind of like really made a shift for you you know between now which we're going to get into here but between now and and where you were as a freshman being at the University of North Carolina from from teammates from coaches just from the whole overall experience what would you say is like the biggest thing that you've learned that has made you the amateur golfer that you are today uh, yeah um that's that's a loaded question I feel like I can go a lot of different ways with this um well I feel like here, especially at a university like this, surrounded by some really, really good players, uh, you have the chance to kind of to kind of have competition with them all the time, right? And it's kind of one of those things, cliche, iron sharpens iron. Um, and I feel like that's really helped. But I think, you know, for me, I know kind of last summer was probably like, hey, like this kid can play. But if we go back a little bit farther, that kind of nobody's you know, really seen like with all due respect, I don't mean this in a, in a bad way. I'm just saying from my standpoint, freshman year had a pretty good year. Sophomore year, we didn't play in the fall, but we played in the spring and actually sophomore year, 
I played, I want to say I played 10 tournaments. I had three top fives, three top tens, three top 25s, and only one finish outside the top 25. So really in the spring of my, my or yeah, in the spring of my sophomore year, I actually played phenomenal golf, but just didn't get over the hump, right? Just didn't have, you know, two or three breaks go my way that what, then I was able to capitalize on and win. And so I think kind of to answer your question, yes, University of North Carolina has helped me out a lot. Yes, these coaches have pushed me. Yes, my teammates have pushed me. But I've always believed in what I'm doing and, and, and how I'm practicing that's going to get me to the highest level. Now, fortunately, unfortunately, however you want to say it, um, it took me till, you know, last summer, my sophomore to junior summer of college to really feel like, hey, now I'm playing at the highest level of amateur golf. And, and that's where I've always seen myself. But for me, it's, it was the five, six years before, before even North Carolina was thought of, like putting in the extra reps, getting up a little bit, a little bit earlier, staying up a little bit later. That's, that's, where, that's where it started. And, and those continued reps and that continued practice, I feel like put me in a great spot that, hey, once I was on the biggest stage last year in amateur golf, I was able to go back and say, you know what? you know, this four footer that I'm nervous over, I've hit this 10,000 times before on a putting green, like this one's going to go in just kind of stuff like that, that you can go back and say, Hey, you know, I've done this thousands of times. And that's why I'm going to be able to execute now is how I, I think I'd say that. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, kind of to sum up what you're saying, if I'm understanding it correctly, is just about like having ultimate faith in your own game and like the work that you've put in over the last X amount of years. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, confidence in this game is, is, is big time. And we all know how hard it is between the years. I mean, you're a college golfer, you get it. Um, so if, if, if you don't have confidence in yourself, don't look for somebody else to have it in you, you know? So I definitely write off that a lot. I feel like I have a pretty good confidence in, in my, in my mental game and my physical game, right. And, and the, and the work that I put into it. Right. Absolutely. I love that. Like that something that like, I like my biggest like goal when I say like mentally going into a tournament for me, I'm just like, I want to prepare so unbe unbelievably well that like, I like, that's where I can like 100% rely on like confidence to come from, you know? Right. right. And, and that's the tough thing is I say, I might say, it and it comes off like it sounds easy, but it's not, you know, it's something that you probably understand too. It's, it's something you got to work on every day. Um, bad thoughts creep into your head all the time. It's just part of it. It's part of golf. It's part of having kind of a natural mind. That's, that's where our mind wants to go. It's typically negative stuff. So it's a constant battle, but um, you know, for me working on, on mental stuff, um, just, just a, a lot of stuff that I do, especially between the ears. Um, it's tough, but it's made me more confident in, in my game and, and what I'm doing. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Well, I mean, so like I said, you had a really impressive first two years, um, especially that spring year, sophomore year, all those great finishes. You, you said, you know, not quite getting over the hump. It kind of, it's kind of how it goes. I mean, once players are just like creeping up, creeping up, like once they get a win, it's just like, look out, which is exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah so even so the funny thing is even though it feels like last summer was a summer I kind of played really well and I still didn't win I mean I finished semifinals at Western and then finals at USAM but I still didn't have a win a big time win on my resume you know and everybody wants to talk about well yeah it was a great summer but like you know I, I want to win you know like I want to be the last guy standing at the end of the day so the funny thing is is right after the USAM what a month later pretty much um those breaks that I was talking about, 
um, at Olympia Fields for the Fighting Illini Invitational. Um, the second round, I had my first ever hole in one from, I think, 169 yards on par, I want to say 13th of par three. And then the last round, long story short, the last round, last hole, I was in the fair, I, I had a chip out, hit a bad drive on the last hole, had a chip out, was in the fairway on my third shot on 18 of par four from 168 and made it to win, right? So it's like, one of those things where it's like, that'll probably never happen again, but it was just like that week, I got the brakes to fall my way and then finally got one under my belt. And I feel like since then, I'm able to look at myself in the mirror and be like, like, you can win, you know? And that was the first time I could look at myself in the mirror and say, you can win these big time events. I mean, I know I got close and I never, I feel like my confidence never wavered from the fact that I could win, but I hadn't done it yet. Right. And so kind of being able to look at yourself in the mirror and say, wow, I've done this now kind of opens the floodgates and kind of gets the monkey off your back a little bit and kind of had a little bit of a rough spring last spring, but somehow just randomly found in a regionals, got it done there. Um, and then, like you said, this, this past summer at Western. So it's just kind of funny how that stuff works. Austin. I mean, you literally, you read my mind. That's exactly, that's exactly where I was going. The, this win in, in September, exactly about a month after you came, you finished runner up at the USM about a month later in September was at Olympia fields for, um, U of I's home event. I'm not kidding. Like I vividly remember this. I'm sitting in my kitchen and this video of you holding out from the fairway to win the event. I like, it's like going viral amongst like, college. <laughs> like yeah. I remember watching this video and it was like one of the most electric things I've ever seen. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the hole out from the fairway and you got your teammates like behind the green. Yeah. Yeah. It, that was so, I mean, that's going to be something like I'll look back and smile on forever. I think, like you said, the, the best thing about it is watching my teammates. I mean, you know, our colors, they look like little Smurfs back there, you know, and they're running and, and chest pumping. And even me and my coach here in the fairway, I don't even remember acting like I did to be honest, but um, it was just kind of, it was all kind of bottled up. I mean, I knew I had a group behind me, but it was, it was all that motion kind of bottled up. Like I'd come really close and I'd had, I'd had a lot of heartbreak. I mean, I, you know, even the, the month before um, at Western, I know I didn't get to final match, but you know, I gave Michael a heck of a run and was, he, he just beat me. And, and it was a little bit of a heartbreak. And even back to the spring, I was in a couple positions to win and just didn't execute, you know? And so it's like one of those things where, um, you kind of get it all bottled up and, and I guess that's just how it came out for me. <laughs> There's a group behind you too. That's hilarious. No, you, no, you went through a full celebration. Imagine <laughs> yeah. on the team watching this guy in the fairway. Everyone's going crazy. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So I talked to my teammate, David Ford, cause he was in the group behind me that day. Um, and, and somebody, I guess somebody asked, um, somebody says something along the lines like who was that and he's like yep he's like that's my teammate <laughs> so that was funny I like that kid a lot give me a quick shot breakdown of like how far you were and what club you hit yeah like so I'll just run through the whole so anybody's played Olympia Fields knows that 18 is a beast um 18 is a dog leg left there's a big tree right off the tee box that makes it hard that makes you that forces you to draw the ball really um and i am not a drawer of the golf ball i i the the most i can hit a draw with a driver i feel like it's pretty straight so i kind of i teed it up really high took my two club links back way on the right side of the box and was just going to try and hit it pretty straight but take it really high over the tree and just hit a little bit of a fade and i mean i blocked this ball probably 70 or 80 yards like it was just not even close to what i was trying to do so i was 
I mean, this is how far right it was. I was, I remember there's kind of woods over there, some trees, and I'm pretty sure I was like 46 yards to the edge of the fairway when I was chipping out. Like, this is how far right I hit it. So I tip it out, and, and it was a good chip out, really, um, to the middle of the fairway, and it's kind of that front right-ish pin. Um, I think, it was, like I said, I'm pretty sure it was 168, a little bit of an into win. Um, and so I hit this, like, kind of three-quarter, three-finger, whatever you want to call it, uh, seven iron, um, kind of lower, um, kept it kind of lower into the wind, like I said, um, just clipped it perfect. It felt good. It looked good. Um, and I actually, the funny thing about it is, the green was very shiny at the time where the sun was setting and I couldn't see the ball at all. Like I couldn't see the ball, but I could tell cause you could. Was the flag like front, right? Yes. The flag was front, right. Yeah. It's, it was a very tough pin. I'm not going to lie. Um, I did not try to land it where I did. If you watch one of the other videos, but anyway, I couldn't really see the green. You might be able to see it in the video. Like I just started to go to my back, but it was one of those things where behind the green, the crowd's noise just kept getting like bigger and bigger and bigger. Like the ball was getting closer and then it just erupted. And like, I didn't even know for sure the ball went in, but I was like, there is no way it didn't because that was way too loud for anything else to happen. So that's kind of when I started celebrating. Um, so I didn't even really get to see it going, unfortunately, but uh, we had it on video. So um, that was pretty cool. That is that is so awesome. And I, well, there was one from the fair. Was that your, your mom or someone? Yes. My mom was the one kind of to the side. Yeah. It was the sweetest thing <laughs> in the background. She's like, oh my gosh. It went in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We had, um, we had a good time with that one. We were happy because the funny thing was my brother, my twin brother, who's typically on the bag, he couldn't make it for that event. So she was filming it because he wasn't able to be there and she was showing him the last hole. And she's like, I wouldn't have been filming it if it wasn't for, you know, you were in the lead and he wanted to see like what was going on. Um, so that was a pretty cool video. Yeah, no, it was, like I said, it was electric. I saw it. I was like, that's nuts. That's actually so cool. So, I mean, later, later that same year, you were, like you, like you mentioned briefly, you were the first Tar Heel ever, ever to win an NCAA regional. I mean, winning a regional is like so impressive. Just the, the field is obviously stacked. Um, you went 68, 63, 69, which is just really just, it's sick. It's so good. Um, can you, can you <laughs> a little bit just into, into your mindset heading into that week? Regionals is so, so unique because I mean, really the main goal is like making it to nationals. Right. But I mean, you, you shoot for the moon, you shoot for the moon, every event you're trying to win, but like, what's yeah. No. Um, so the funny thing about the regional win was if you go back and look at my, my finishes from the rest of the spring, they were very less than, than good or however you want to say they were not good. I had not played well. Um, and so I went and seen, I, I went and spent some time with my, my swing coach after school had finished in between regionals and we kind of figured something out. Um, I wasn't driving the ball that well and we kind of figured something out with my driver and, so I kind of had a little bit of a renewed confidence, hadn't got to spend a whole lot of time with him in the spring. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, you want to look forward to nationals. We were ranked fifth in the country, I think. So it's like regionals should be an easy, easy go through. Right. But, um, you know, you, you, it always ends up being a tough little test. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we were nervous. I think I was nervous. I mean, you know, you want to get to that national stage, but you got to get through this regional stage. But um, like I said, I, I just kind of relied on on what me and my coach had worked on, kind of trusted it, um, you know, really believed in it, and fortunately drove the ball really well that week. That was one of my best driving 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 the ball weeks I've ever had in my life, um, and putted it pretty good. So 
yeah, it was just one of those weeks where I just felt like I hit it really solid, especially off the tee, and, and just gave myself look after look. Didn't make all of them, but but made enough of them. Yeah, no, totally. Okay, something about, like, because, I mean, at your, at your level, I mean, in college golf, like, it's like you're never as far off as you think when, you know, something's not quite going right. And <laughs> it's, yeah. like, the best feeling in the world when you, like, as you said, like, that's how we all describe it, when you figure something out. yeah. Oh man, like I gotta go play a tournament, right? Uh, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it feels like, especially out there for all of the top M's, you know, men's and women's. I mean, you're never far off, like you said. It's always something little, um, but that something little can mean five or six strokes at the end of a tournament week, right? And so, um, for me, it was just a little bit something little with kind of driver um, and off the tee, and just kind of was was able to figure it out and, and put it together that week. Yeah, well, congratulations, really. That's thank you. Appreciate it huge achievement I mean like I said I'll say it again first Tar Heel ever to win an NCAA regional um shooting 10 under for the week so thank you yeah so so fast forward a little bit to this summer I mean you've probably had just like a summer of a lifetime playing in playing in the Masters U.S. Open um just like I mentioned this past week or a couple weeks ago you um were able to get it done at, at the Western Am at Exmoor Country Club so I'm from Chicago area so I've actually played Exmoor before that place is um, but you're the 120th Western Am champion last year, you, you lost in the semifinals of the Western Am, which again, like, it's just incredibly impressive golf. Right. So um, a question that I have for you is like, clearly you've proven that you can play phenomenal golf for a long period of time. I mean, these events, USM, Western Am, I mean, two years a row in a row great showing at the western end this year you you got it done which is unbelievable it's just like i gotta ask you what do you do how do you keep your your body and your mind like performing at such a high level under such high pressure for like such a long period of time yeah this is this is this is kind of a quick good question because um my coaches here talk about this a lot um and i think it, it really boils down to um doing the little things right and and we like to consider those details right so doing the details right the fine print is kind of what i'm talking about um taking care of of everything right like you said you know getting in the gym a little bit taking taking the physical aspect serious um you know getting the practice done you know, whether it's early, whether it's late, get, getting the practice done, doing the mental reps, it's, it's, I could go kind of on and on, but moral of the story is wrapping all those things up kind of in a little bit of a basket or whatever. Um, you've got to do the little things right, right? And you've got to take it serious. You've got to, you know, I'm going to go to bed, get up early type of guy, right? Like that's, that's how I roll. And, and I take, I take what I do seriously. Like this is my job. You know, I wouldn't expect to go into somebody that's sitting in an office doing their job and then kind of goofing around. Like this is, this is what I do. This is what I want to do someday for a living. So I take it serious and take every aspect of it serious. Right. And I think um, that's kind of the big thing for me is, is not only taking it serious, but as I hinted before, understanding that, you know, I'm doing the little things right. They might not show up this week, but maybe they will next week. And if not next week, then next week, if not that week, then next, then the next week. Right. So it's just like, I'm always having a confidence that the things that I'm doing um, on and off, off the golf course are going to show up in my game and are going to put me in positions to win. Right. Right. So, so you would say kind of like in the preparation that you do prior to the, to the event is really where, you know, a lot of your like stamina and grit and grind comes from. Yeah. And I mean, preparation for months before, right. I mean, 
Um, I work on, I work on conditioning every week with my trainer here. We do it two times a week. Right. And I feel like that's, that's kind of lost for some golfers. I understand, you know, we're not, we're not on a basketball floor running back and forth, but we're on a football field running a hundred yards at full speed. But you know, the Western amateur, the U S amateur, they're, they're long freaking weeks. And, um, you know, I played my, my brother who caddied at the Western, he had his Apple watch on and in seven days we walked 94 miles, you know? So it's like, you've got to be conditioned well. Um, and so just like that, even that little aspect of it, that maybe some people take serious, maybe some don't, I do. And I think it allows me to, you know, to, to prevail over some other guys late in the week when we're tired, when our, when our brains are shot, when your body's physically just exhausted, you know, I try to push, push myself the extra mile weeks and months before so that, Hey, I'm ready for that long week. Right, right. You get out there and you be an athlete. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Even though, even though golfers might not be considered that sometimes that's, that's what I try to do, but I will say kind of a funny note, I have a soft spot for these match play events. Um, I don't know why I love match play. Um, it's one of my favorite aspects of, of the game of golf. So um, I think that's, that's kind of what keeps me going too. And some, some aspects for like the Western and USAM, um, you know, I want to, I want to make it to pass those stroke play rounds. Cause like, just get me to match play. And I know I have a chance, you know, that's awesome. That's awesome. Match play, match play is the best. Clearly. I mean, clearly you have done unbelievably well. Would you say, I mean, the mindset in match play, would you say, are you a guy who's like, you know, more quiet. You're trying to, you're trying to intimidate your, your opponent. Uh, I'm not kidding. That's like some of the, the, the advice that I get. It's like, Oh, you gotta be intimidating. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't really know. Um, I think it really depends who I'm playing. I'm not trying. The bottom line is I don't let anything the other guy does dictate what I do. Right. And so, um, you know, for me, it's, I have a game plan before the week even starts, whether it's stroke play, whether it's match play. And regardless, I'm sticking to that game plan. Um, if, if, if that game plan got me to stroke play, if I can go execute that game plan, I'm going to win in match play. Right. And so nothing the other guy does ever really gets, ever really dictates what I do with my shot or how I walk. I, I, I try to stay in my, stay in my shoes, um, carry the swag that I have. That's my swag. And, and let's see, let's see how the chips fall. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, you've had an, an unbelievable summer playing in the Masters, playing in the U.S. Open, making the cut at the U.S. Open. That's huge. My dad took you in his pool in the U.S. Open. You're one of his players. So okay. he was fired up. <laughs> <laughs> My guy, Austin Greaser, is playing this weekend. So, I mean, you know, quickly, can you explain to me just like just the feeling of, of playing in and these major championships, like alongside the greatest in the world. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to put into words. And honestly, I'll start with, I hope everybody that wants to experience it gets to, because it's hard to kind of talk about it. It's, you just got to live it. And it's such a fun experience. Um, the Masters, you know, a tradition unlike any other. Like, it really is. Like, they mean that. Um, it really is. It's very special. I felt like I played solid that week, just had, just couldn't figure the back nine out and just came up short. But um, you know, long story short, I felt like I learned a lot about myself that I could carry into the next major, which was the U.S. Open. Um, you know, I felt like I learned how to harness some of that nervousness. Again, I'd never felt before some of that pressure I'd never felt before, um, you know, play in front of crowds that I've never really done before, except for maybe a little bit at the USAM. Um, so kind of was able to, to harness some of that stuff, learn a lot from the Masters and take it to the U.S. Open. Um, you know, didn't have the weekend I wanted, but I'll tell you what, you know, you always dream about as a kid to have a weekend tea time at a major, right? And that's, 
you know, it, it gives me chills thinking back on it. I mean, I remember making that putt on Friday. It's just like, man, like this is what we've always dreamed about. My brother was caddy and we, we watched every major every year together, you know, and here we are, we have a tee time on Saturday and Sunday against the best in the world. So um, like I said before, I mean, just a, such a special feeling. It's hard to find words for um, hopefully everybody gets to experience it at some point, but just very special for me knowing that, Hey, like I'm, I'm competing against the best in the world and, and doing an okay job at it. Right. Wow. Well, I mean, congratulations to you. Good for you. Saw another cute. I mean, I swear, like you are the king of like super cool videos. I at <laughs> for the USM preview event, hitting the flag <laughs> house that's like a hundred yards away that Byron Nelson did it in 1935. He used like a two iron from the 30s. <laughs> the flagpole on your first try it was usm preview event yeah at, at ridge yeah it's like the coolest thing ever <laughs> yeah I, I don't know i don't know what it is um whether it's luck whether it's skill whether it's a little bit of both um, i'm not sure but i can tell you one thing i will never be trying that again i'm one for one and i will not yeah. try that shot again <laughs> yeah. yep yep yeah i saw michael thorb Bjornsson was there too that's what you got next in the in the world am team championships in paris that's so exciting you got that coming up in a couple of weeks so best of luck to you on that. Real quick here, Austin, I'm going to wrap up with some five clubs, five questions for you. Okay. So first question I got for you, where, what is your favorite place on Franklin Street? Four Corners. Four Corners. Got it. I wish I could say that I know, but <laughs> <laughs> my, my coworkers, like I said, are big Tar Heels. So yeah, well, Tar Heels will know. Yeah. <laughs> Number two, what's your favorite golf course that you have ever played? Um, it's a really good question. Um, I really like Valhalla. I'm a Midwest guy. Really like Valhalla. Yeah, yeah, I love that answer. Number three, funny. I've never asked this question. I've always wanted to, and then you actually kind of answered it. I was gonna ask, um, do you like to hit draws or cuts off the tee? And cuts. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> fizz <time>. all day. <laughs> Got it. Number four. <clears throat> this is a really big one. How did you celebrate UNC beating Duke in the final four? So the funny thing about that was, is I was at masters that week. So I didn't get to be on campus. So it was a really good problem to have. Um, but we, we got to, we got together as a family, went out to dinner. I remember that I was really bummed. I couldn't be here on campus. I was so, so like upset that I couldn't get to be a part of it, but I was like, well, um, it's a good trade-off. I'm at the Masters, so. <laughs> yeah, that's, if I could think of a reason to not be there. Yeah, exactly. Fun. That's the only reason that would fly. Right. <laughs> and number five. All right, so as we've mentioned, you're quite the, you're quite the grinder here. I already got a session in today. You said you, you know, burn the candle at both ends up early mornings. A lot of practicing, putting, like you've said when you're finishing off and you've got a final, a final putt, you know, we've all got, you got to make one big putt, one good putt before you leave the putting green, right? When you tell yourself like, all right, this is my putt to do what, what, what's, what's it for? Uh, I've been, it depends what, what time of year it's in. If it's in college, it's for a national championship. Um, but if it's in the summer, I typically say for the U S open, that's typically what I say is, is the U S open and in, in college national championship. Awesome. Makes a lot of sense. I love it. Well, Austin, I know you got to get, got to get going to class here, but I mean, congratulations on all your success so far and you've still got a senior year coming up and, and lots of golf ahead of you. So 
congratulations. Thanks so much for joining me. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate uh, your guys' time as well. So thank you. Thanks so much, UNC's Austin Greaser, for joining me today on Five Clubs. You know, part of being a student athlete is being a student. So Austin had to go ahead and get to class and, and get the rest of his day going. Otherwise, we probably could have talked for, for another hour. But um, I had an, an absolutely wonderful time talking with Austin today. We wish him the best of luck in his future golf career. And thank you, listeners, for tuning in today on Five Clubs. Five Clubs.